I don't know, Jeff. Hello, welcome to the second episode of this podcast. I'm JS, and today we're going to be exploring the idea of ethnicity affecting someone's identity. But before we go on, I'd just like to say a massive thank you to those of you that listened to the first episode, um, especially if you managed to listen from start to finish and did receive a lot of positive feedback and support, which was really, really encouraging for me. So I really want to say thank you to you guys. And I'm listening to your suggestions. In fact, this this episode is based on suggestion from Elsa who suggested talking a bit about BBCs and which means British born Chinese just to clarify but it's really helpful for me when you guys sort of talk to me and, and just give me ideas and feedback and suggestions so really appreciate that so thank you very much. So moving on to our topic I'm not going to start by defining what identity is because this isn't an essay and that's what I usually do in an essay but I'm going to take sort of the general view of what identity is to be what makes you you now i personally believe that ethnicity and culture and to a degree nationality has a large part in defining who you are and making up a large part of your identity that being said i do realize that identity is something that's not set in stone it is malleable it can change it can be affected by like sort of learning about a culture or growing in your own culture that you might not have been so familiar with before so identity itself is a very interesting concept to even look at in the first place perhaps one of the reasons why i was so keen to explore this topic was because it's something that's quite close to my heart because cultural identity is something that i've struggled with for pretty much most of my life and I would say I still struggle with it at times now. Being born as a British-born Chinese, I've felt such a conflict between the two different cultures. I can almost like date myself back to primary school where I was... We almost sort of fit this, this stereotype that Chinese people are very obedient, very diligent, hardworking, but we had almost very little character and... That was, to an extent, me in primary school. I was this very shy little boy who just did what he was told, just did his work, get, like get your head down, <laughs> finish all the math questions because apparently we're really good at maths and just get everything done. And we wouldn't be a class favourite because, you know, teachers love kids with personality. I'm not saying, I'm by no means saying that Chinese kids don't have personality, don't. That's not what I'm taking. Don't take this. Don't take that from, from what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that we we were brought up a certain way to just you know respect your elders, do what you're told, do your work. If you work hard, you'll have a good future. Now this good future wasn't based on happiness. This good future was based on earning lots of money from getting a good job. And their idea of a good job was something that earned lots of money. So the holy trinity that I like to call it of what. Asian parents would like kids to do is doctor, dentist, lawyer. Now, I'm obviously stereotyping quite heavily here, but it'd be really great to hear from you guys if this is something you agree with, if there's other jobs that your parents have pushed you to and that's something that's quite ethnically related. Um, So yeah, just if it's something that you've experienced, then be sure to let me know. But whilst we're talking about stereotypes, it's almost as if there's this umbrella that we're put under that we all just seem to fit there's this sort of Chinese stereotype and in many ways I fit it I learnt the piano I have rice nearly pretty much every meal for dinner and 
I went to Chinese school, but in many ways, we defy it completely, because of course we're not the same. We're, we're very different. I didn't choose one of those three jobs that I, I listed earlier. I became a teacher. I can't play table tennis, like to save my life. I I hit the ball way too hard. It, it's a ping pong ball. It's really hard to hit. But we defy that stereotype, and we aren't that stereotype because that isn't what defines us. And so I find myself in this weird place where I'm trying not to become a walking stereotype, but also not to be embarrassed of my heritage as well, and to be proud of where I come from. But it is difficult, and finding a sense of identity can be quite a hard and confusing process, even without these sort of complexities and anxieties. For me, the struggle came when I had this realisation that I'm different to the other kids. And I'm not talking about obvious differences like skin colour. I'm talking about subtle things like making fun of my name or asking if I speak Chinese all the time, but saying something like Ching Chang Chong, do you understand what I'm saying? And it's this sort of casual racism that we try and shake off because we don't really understand it at that age as well. It's something that just keeps coming back and back, but we grow this resilience to it. But even so, growing up, my experiences have always made me feel like I'm a bit different because they're almost tainted by this sense of casual racism. And you still see parts of it today where people don't even realise they're doing it. For example, and I'm sure lots of you might have faced this sort of questioning before, but when someone goes to you, where are you from? And I, I would answer, I'm from London. And then and they would answer, no, but where are you from? And at this point, I actually understand what they're asking me now. They're asking me, so what's my ethnic background? But it's almost alienating our answer in a way because saying London or wherever you might be born in the UK isn't good enough. Like, they have to know more. Now, some people are just genuinely interested, but a lot of people just say this out of what I feel, ignorance. They don't realise that what they're doing is almost making us feel like we're not British. Because if we were born somewhere in Britain, you know, we're inclined to naturally say we're British. But for some people, it's almost as if, you know, you're not really British, are you? And that is where this sort of culture clash comes about, because people almost don't recognise us as British. And what I find really interesting is that when people ask me my nationality, I would naturally say British. I've never thought to call myself English. Now be really interesting at this point to hear from you guys do you, what what do you what what do you say when people ask you your nationality because i've met for example chinese people who've come from scotland from ireland and they're very adamant that they're scottish or they're irish but i would never call myself english and i've had the pleasure to meet lots of other chinese people from various parts in europe for example france and i've met french chinese people who just say that they're French and so I really start to wonder why I've never really thought to call myself English so for all the Brits out there it's just really great to hear from you guys what you would say would you say you're British would you say you're English and and why perhaps the saddest part for me is when we travel around the UK because my mum really likes visiting the little towns and the villages I really felt out of place because I didn't see another Chinese person or an Asian family around usually and we'd often be the only Chinese people around but what that tells me is that in many ways 
even though I consider myself to be British, I seek solace or comfort in the presence of other Chinese people. And it was a really odd feeling to just sort of go around places and feel like we didn't belong. Because in London, I very much feel at home. I feel that I'm comfortable here. This is this is where I was born. This is my home city. But the minute you take me out of that comfort, it's quite crazy to think I'm still in the same country. But I feel like I don't belong. And in many ways, I do feel like that is in part due to the severe lack of British Chinese presence in mainstream media and culture. Like, there was never really any sort of role model to look up to. I think the closest thing was Gok Wan, who is, or was a sort of, I guess, an influencer of some sorts of, he had something to do with fashion and then he was cooking, but I don't really know, to be fair, which probably says a lot, to be honest. But what I will say is I have a massive appreciation for the actress Gemma Chan. Long before she starred in Crazy Rich Asians, um, she had stints in Doctor Who, The IT Crowd, uh, Sherlock, just to name a few British shows that I used to watch. And it's amazing to see what she's done ever since um, and how her career's taken off. And now she's even starring in Captain Marvel, The Eternals. But what amazes me the most is her openness and willingness to speak publicly about feminism, sexism, racism, just topics that I've never really seen British Chinese role models just speak about. Just bringing things back to the whole concept of identity, I think ultimately I find myself in this sort of limbo between my sense of Britishness and Chineseness, and it kind of flip-flops. There are times when my Britishness will come out more, and there are times when my Chineseness will come out more, and in that sense, I guess there will never really be this sense of peace in terms of my identity. I think it will always change and it will always mould itself to fit certain contextual situations. On the whole, I have to say I do feel more settled now and the alienation that I felt in the past it doesn't bother me as much. But I do feel like an outsider at times and I do wonder if that feeling of never really belonging will ever really go away. And to be honest, finding your your identity is it's a confusing process, and it is for anyone, not just if you're British Chinese, you know. But I think for me, being British Chinese just made finding my identity a lot more difficult than it could have been. And I don't really have an answer per se to whether or not I feel more British or Chinese, and it's something that I'm still trying to figure out and understand myself now. And I guess what I leave you guys with is what what do you or how much do you feel your identity is made up of your ethnicity and your culture? And it'd be really great to hear from you guys. Just drop some feedback on my Instagram, drop me a message and it'd be really great to hear from you guys. That brings us to the end of this episode, even though there's probably so much more we could say on this. If you've listened this far, again, thank you so much. Um, if you've got any feedback or any suggestions, feel free to drop me a message. And if you are up for having this discussion on a podcast with me, uh, let me know, get in touch, and we'll see if we can work something out to have a conversation. And that would be great if I could have guests on here as well. That's it for now. Uh, until next time, peace.